Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. Sites, recoveryradiokmb3.com to get the books. Go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere in the middle, but here we are, you and me. I am glad. sitting here with my uh, piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's Hawaiian hazelnut. It is exquisite. And I am grateful I have no desire to drink today. Always tops my list. Always. Today, I just thought this morning, it just feels right for me to read a little bit of chapter 11. And I have read this so many times in my lifetime. And for some reason, I don't know exactly why. I mean, I know some why, but it's a chapter that makes me very emotional, even before I read it, even if I... Just imagine what, what I'm about to read. It's the chapter that contains the first things I really related to. It contains the first thing my sponsor ever read to me from the big book, which is back on page 163. First full paragraph. This is the very first thing my sponsor ever read to me. I've talked about it on here. We were at a diner and I was brand new and I was scared to death and this guy was just going on and on about God and the fellowship and steps and meetings and I didn't know what he was talking about. I had the attention span of... I just didn't know what he was talking about. It made no sense to me. None of it. None of it. I was just sitting there afraid and he just turned to page 163, pointed his finger at the top paragraph flipped the book around and slid it over to me and said, read this. And it says, we know what you're thinking. You're saying to yourself, I'm jittery and alone. I couldn't do that. But you can. You forget that you've just now tapped a source of power much greater than yourself.
That was the first thing he read to me. Back to the beginning of the chapter, what I want to read. Page 151. A vision for you. For most normal folks, drinking means conviviality, which means like friendliness, companionship, and colorful imagination. It means a release from care, boredom, and worry. It is a joyous intimacy with friends and a feeling that life is good. But not so with us in those last days of heavy drinking. The old pleasures were gone. They were but memories. Never could we recapture the great moments of the past. There was an insistent yearning to enjoy life as we once did, and a heartbreaking obsession that some new miracle of control would enable us to do it. There was always one more attempt and one more failure. The less people tolerated us, the more we withdrew from society, from life itself. As we became subjects of King Alcohol, shivering denizens of his mad realm, the chilling vapor that his loneliness settled down. Denizens means inhabitants, residents. It's a crazy line. Love that. As we became subjects of King Alcohol, shivering denizens of his mad realm, the chilling vapor that his loneliness settled down. It thickened, ever becoming blacker. Some of us sought out sordid places, hoping to find understanding, companionship, and approval. Momentarily we did, and then would come oblivion, and the awful awakening to face the hideous four horsemen. Terror, bewilderment, frustration, and despair. Unhappy drinkers who read this page will understand. Now and then a serious drinker being dry at the moment says, I don't miss it at all. I feel better, I work better, I'm having a better time. As ex-problem drinkers, we smile at such a sally. We know our friend is like a boy whistling in the dark to keep up his spirits. He fools himself. Inwardly, he would give anything to take a half a dozen drinks and get away with them. He will presently try the old game again, for he isn't happy about his sobriety. He cannot picture life without alcohol. Someday he will be unable to imagine life either with alcohol or without it. Then he will know loneliness such as few do. He will be at the jumping off place. He will wish for the end. That was the first thing I related to that I read on my own in the big book. Or was read to me. Later on, it's a first thing I read where I made me identify as an alcoholic. I cannot picture life without alcohol. Someday he will be unable to imagine life either with alcohol or without it. That was me. We have shown you how we got out from under. You say, yes, I'm willing, but am I to be cons consigned to a life where I should be stupid, boring, and glum, like some righteous people I see? I know I must get along without liquor, but how can I? Have you a sufficient substitute? Yes, there is a substitute, and it is vastly more than that. It is a fellowship in Alcoholics Anonymous. There you will find release from care, boredom, and worry. Your imagination will be fired. 
life will mean something at last. The most satisfactory years of your existence lie ahead. Thus we find this fellowship, and so will you. How is this to come about, you ask? Where am I to find these people? You are going to meet these new friends in your own community. Near you, alcoholics are dying helplessly, like people in a sinking ship. If you live in a large place, there are hundreds. High and low, rich and poor, these are future fellows of Alcoholics Anonymous. Among them, you will make lifelong friends. You'll be bound to them with new and wonderful ties, for you will escape disaster together, and you will commence shoulder to shoulder your common journey. Then you will know what it means to give of yourself that others may survive and rediscover life. You will learn the full meaning of love thy neighbor as thyself. It may seem incredible that these men are to become happy, respected, and useful once more. How can they rise out of such misery, bad repute, and hopelessness? The practical answer is that since these things have happened among us, they can happen with you. Should you wish them above all else, and be willing to make use of our experience, we are sure they will come. The age of miracles is still with us. Our own recovery proves that. Pretty amazing. I think. I love that. Why do you love that? I love that because... First of all... Talks about those last days of heavy drinking and how they were not fun. There was no conviviality. Last days of heavy drinking for me were people... Pounding on doors screaming at the top of their lungs looking for me or chasing me waking up in weirder and weirder places more frightening places and blackouts having everybody flee mad terrified then it talks about the person who's like faking it Hey, man, I don't miss it. I'm having a better time. You can tell. We know our friend is like a boy whistling in the dark to keep up his spirits. He's terrified. He's scared. Not really comfortable. Maybe he's not terrified, but he's tricking himself, that's for sure. And then I love it because, you know, do you have a sufficient substitute? Yes, we do. It's more than that. It's way more than that. You're going to meet people in Alcoholics Anonymous, and they're going to be lifelong friends, some of these people. I just thought I would read that this morning. I don't have much to say about it other than that. Just a little vision for you to kick the day off, to get the day going. 
actually think that's it for the day. I think that's all. I don't even know if I have a modeling joke in me. I don't don't even know if I do. I don't think I do. But if you do want to go to my modeling website, it's org. extra W's for wow I said wow so uh, it's crazy alright I guess I did that one <laughs> if you need to hear it I will say that everything is okay go have an amazing day I do not know why my life was saved but I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving and I hope you do the same